0: People of the world, hello and welcome to The Brother's Talk with your hosts, Rod, Scott, and Norm, where our purpose is a simple one. Tune into our weekly podcast each Friday wherever you listen to your favorite programs or on this website to hear us, three black, unfiltered African-American men with no strings attached, giving voice as the most feared, most misunderstood, and most rarely heard from segment of the population on topics of interest to us for education, enlightenment, and entertainment. To reach us with your comments, questions, and suggestions, we're at The Brother's Talk on Twitter, The Brother's Talk on Instagram, the Facebook group of the same name, and if you care to share in more detail, hit us up at the email address, thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. Also, stay tuned for details about our upcoming news and perspective show on Millennium TV's M24 streaming news station. And here we are again as we keep moving toward the end of the COVID-19 pandemic and looking forward to what the new standards of normal will be. So we want to welcome you again as we keep our commitment to focusing on Black economic empowerment, on continuing to uplift the art of critical thinking. We do believe that if we take the notion of thinking critically more seriously and educate ourselves, then we'll all be better off. We are continuously grateful for your time and your comments. Again, we can't thank you enough for helping us to grow the Brothers Talk family by spreading the word. And our nationwide campaign, Relaunching Black Wall Street, is continuing to emphasize every one of us doing our part one household at a time so that we can take control of our communities. And I recently saw something that talked about the fact that if you really don't think there is money in our communities, then why do so many other ethnic groups continue to launch businesses there? If you're new to the podcast, we're glad to have you in the mix. We want you to know more about the positive impact that we have been having. So you can check out our continually growing Facebook groups, hashtag Black Dollars Matter, relaunching Black Wall Street nationwide with over 4,000 members to see a lot of stories of Black entrepreneurs, young and old, in a lot of different kinds of businesses. We still want to make sure that everybody's focused on getting vaccinated because there's light at the end of the tunnel, but we know that we haven't gotten there yet. So we want to make sure that even though there are too many stories about structural racism in the system where there are black poor counties in Florida and Georgia and Alabama, Mississippi, throughout the South that have yet to get to the acceptable levels of vaccine. So we want to keep the pressure on our governments to ensure that everybody gets vaccinated so that we can sooner or later get back to normal. So we are looking forward to that. But in the meantime, make sure that you get those shots and do what you can to help our seniors, because there's a lot of difficulty for some of them in trying to use an online process. So do what you can. Let's make sure that we help out everybody to get those shots. And now my brother's in the struggle for critical thinking, Scott and Norm. Hey, family. Hope that
1: you're out there being safe and getting that shot. Uh, we need everybody to join in this fight so that we can get back to something close to normal. One of the things that I want us to do is to start to start uplifting each other. And, and we got to start supporting each other and stop being so envious and, and not giving us the support that we need. we also got to continue to, once you get that new stimulus check, run to a black business if you can find one near you. and But most importantly, keep supporting each other and go out there and get that shot. I got my first one last week.
2: Yeah, thanks, Scott. And if you can't find a black business near you, I'm sure you can find several online. So there's no excuses there regarding supporting our community and our businesses. And remember, they're the ones who are going to hire other black people. They're the ones who are going to train our young black people to open their own businesses. So it's just not about supporting them, you know, just to feel good about yourself. There are other issues and things that come about supporting our businesses. I just wanted to mention that what's going on in Georgia, you know, some more voter suppression in this country. Uh, I think, I believe 43 states have now presented something in regards to suppressing our vote. So remember, if they weren't trying to suppress our votes, that shows you how important our votes really are. So let's use them, people.
0: So as you may be aware, if you've been tuning in over the last three weeks, we have focused on education uh, and within our community in the midst of a pandemic. And one of the common threads that continue to come up as we've spoken to educators and also voiced our own concerns as we have had the opportunity to talk to many parents, and we are indeed parents as well, having dealt inside the system, is that there is a precious lack of support in terms of the parents and our Black kids. This is no secret to anyone that our kids' failure rate, our kids' graduation rate, continues to decline while other groups are continuing to increase. And so we've seen that one of the solutions that continues to come up is the lack of groups that have parents and kids best interests at heart, especially when it comes to black kids. We had one of our educators go as far as to say that the view inside many schools is that when white parents go to the school, they're concerned. But when black parents go, they're complaining, even though obviously the concerns are the same. So we are launching an online Facebook group that will emphasize parents and educators coming together to help advocate for the kids, to advocate for parents, to help parents to know what their rights are, because there is a bit of a disconnect and we want to do what we can. So we are in the process of launching Black Parent University as a Facebook group. So we want to lift that topic up. And Scott, you have some special insights into it as this is basically a part of your vocation.
1: I thought about this a lot, you know, being a teacher and having kids going through the educational system. And one of the things that I've noticed is that the kids who have parents who are advocating for them, who have parents who are involved in their education, tend to do better. They don't fall through the crack. And I think that what we should be looking at is there there's been a lot of programs over the last 30, 40 years that are trying to get young black boys, young black males to do better in this educational system. And I think they got to recalibrate this thing. I think that we are continuing to throw money. You got these same programs, similar programs. You got multiple programs that are not making any progress. And I think the missing ingredient here is the parents. They're not considering how do we incentivize the parent How do we integrate the parents into this process so that they can help their kids so they can ask the right questions when they go to the parent-teacher meeting so they can have some of the skills to teach their kids themselves, learn with the kids, but to teach their kids math and read with their kids? We got to do something to get the parents involved and that way, I think that's, that would change the whole trajectory of these young black males because what what they've been doing here the last 30, 40 years just not working.
2: Yeah, you know, and I agree with you 100 percent there, Scott. And I think the one of the most important things is getting the parents to understand that they are a port and cog in the education of their child. You know, I can only look at my parents who really didn't have any formal education and all they understood was you have to go to school. And they really didn't understand their part. And if we could, with this group, enlighten that demographic and and show those parents that, no, you it's more than going to school. It's what you do at home also and how you participate in school. And and I think that's what this group will be able to do.
0: Because one of the things that we do see is that when Black parents do show up, especially those who are not as well educated, who May not be able to speak as clearly that they are in effect intimidated by the process. And so that keeps some of them away. Even though at the end of the day, as we continue to emphasize to them, the education system works for them because they are taxpayers. And as taxpayers, that means these educators are public servants. And so as opposed to them turning around and looking down their nose at any parent, which they certainly do not do when they're white parents, but they have no problem with doing it whenever they see a black parent come in. And so that then becomes a deterrent for some black parents because they're afraid that they're going to be treated with less than the dignity that they deserve. And so what we also hope to do with this is create an advocacy system that allows for those parents not only to reach out and know what their rights are, but if they need to, to connect with somebody who's willing to go in with them. Because we've done this on a number of occasions here in New Jersey where we've actually gone in with some black parents to deal with issues inside the school. And some of these things are horrendous. And we know what would have happened if we had not been there. But the simple process of us actually going in and providing backup and support to ensure that the process played out fairly. And sometimes we even had to take the lead. We were there to ensure that they just couldn't tell the parents anything and everything and think there wouldn't be any consequences. So this is another aspect that we really want to emphasize is that we want our parents to get the kind of help and support that they need and other groups get. And the reason we even chose the name Black Parent U is because one of the educators that we had, Vice Principal Dana Ockamy, talked about wanting to start a parent you at her school where parents could come in and support one another but the ultimate idea is that the parents will be better able to help their kids and so that's another area where we hope that we'll be able to to add some real fuel to the fire is that parents can commiserate with other parents can support one another and find the resources that they need if they need to try to get tutoring or get help with their for their kids They don't have to feel like they're isolated and alone, that they have a platform to help their kids out.
1: You know, you both made some excellent points. I mean, on your own point with what you're saying. And I, I'm hoping that this new Facebook page site is going to be a catalyst for a lot of these nonprofits out here to try to redirect some of their funds into doing exactly some of the things that you were talking about, Rod, and giving the parents the, the confidence that they can go in there and they got a support system to go and advocate for their kids. And I, I think if they kind of start looking at where they putting all their resources on, like I said, you've been doing the same thing for 30, 40 years and you're getting the same results, then something is not working. So you got to recalibrate this thing. And the thing that's missing is the parent. And the parents are not fully engaged in that system and educating their kids is basically, you know, you're sending your kids to school and the school system, the administrators or the teachers, but more More importantly, the administrators are the ones who are in charge. So I'm hoping that this form that we're putting together is going to allow the parents to gain control of their kids' education and their system because they're the ones who actually have the power. So they're the ones who can dictate the kind of education that their kids should be getting. And what we need to do is to provide them the tools to do that. So one of the things that, Norm, that you mentioned, About your parents, about the fact that they didn't really understand how important it was for them to be engaged and just their them being involved with your education, how important that would have meant what it would have meant to you. And I think what we got to figure out a way
2: to get parents to understand that
1: we're investing in you so that you can invest in your kids.
2: I think it's a win, win, win. And I think anything we can do to support the parents will support the children, will benefit the society and our community. So um I think it was a great idea, Rod.
0: Well, like I said, we were inspired by the comments that we had our guests when we had uh Reverend Doug Moore, who is a high school teacher and, as we said, vice principal and minister, Acme, which I think it says something, too, that when you have people who have that spirituality in them that they look at more than just the grades, they understand that they are responsible for the whole of the family and the kids. And so it just inspired us to believe that we could add our voice and add a resource that will allow for a significant wrong to be addressed. Because the really unfortunate part is that the situation isn't markedly better, even when you have Black administrators and Black principals that We can be as guilty of classism and looking down our noses at some of our own folks. So I think this will be a very uh, wide ranging platform that we hope will be transparent in terms of people getting help without feeling like they have to feel subservient to the process.
1: You know, Rod, uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this. I mean, I really like this whole concept because I think that this is an opportunity to just basically shift the paradigm. Like I said, if we can get all these different nonprofits, there are a lot of groups out there that have funding for different programs. But like I said, it's misdirected. And if we can get teachers on board, if we can get them to understand what we're trying to do, and I think they will, to engage parents and, and to come up with creative ways to engage parents. And once you start engaging parents, I think that you can get a movement that might even change the whole way that we educate our kids in this country. And that's what we really need. We desperately need but the education system has been failing our kids for years. And I think that this is a platform that people can get on board with. If we can, if it's well defined and, and how we want to do it and we can get some teachers involved to help us do this, I think we can make a, have a big impact on black kids across this country. And I would hope,
2: and I agree with you 100% again, and I would hope this would really get the parents excited enough to start voting and choosing the school boards that would also have that same impact.
0: So there you have it. We think this now, sort of at least for the moment, gives us a new initiative for Our communities, as we emphasize the socioeconomic imperatives as well as the critical thinking portion, because obviously the more educated our kids are, the more resources that are available to our parents, the more we can then find ourselves in a place where we're able to look at the issues that impact our communities and then make informed choices when it comes to voting, like Norm said. So we really want to be about this, and so we look forward to your joining us at Black Parent University on Facebook. So our positive Black business experience of the week is DTR360 Books. It is the largest online Black bookstore, and that's DTR, D is in David, T is in Tom, R is in Robert, DTR360books.com. And you're able to go there and find a bookstore that features over 400 books by black authors. And so we encourage you as a part of this initiative that ties in to patronize the black business as well as get better educated. So there we have the opportunity to kill two birds with the same stone. So we look forward to continuing the discussion going forward. Don't forget to share your comments and concerns with us in the Brothers Talk Facebook group. And of course, you can also follow us at the Brothers Talk on Twitter, the Brothers Talk on Instagram. And we encourage you to invite others to like our Facebook page. And if you want to go into more detail, there was always thebrotherstalk at com. One little quick reminder, is that we still want you to go out and sign Dr. Walter Palmer's petition to have racism declared a national health emergency, because we really do know that the stress of racism is gradually killing us, even more so than the shootings that kill us instantaneously. Because even when we do all the right things to preserve our health, we can still suffer the stress and demeaning effects of racism. So go to the WDPalmerFoundation.org. That's T-H-E-W-D to get more information, to volunteer, to donate or to get involved some way. But definitely sign the petition so that he can get the one million signatures needed to get the government to put a focus on systemic structural racism and why reparations are needed to address the impact upon us. And while we're at it, we want to give a shout out to Chef Dion Kakuta and his great organization, Disabled Combat Veterans Youth Program, They're still feeding thousands of families in the northern New Jersey area, and they were most recently featured on a national news segment. So great going. And remember, you can support them at DCVYP.org as people are still struggling to recover from this pandemic's impact on their employment. So that's it for another week. God bless you all. Thank you for your time and your support. And remember, you have our absolute commitment that we'll never take you or it for granted. So let's do better today because that's all we really have.